Get Certified Together program is created by Technocofe, your free online knowledge sharing website, based out in London. on the data must be always confined must be always secure and that's where dlp or data loss prevention comes in so data loss prevention provide us with all the strategies which any organization should be putting in place so that no one get hold of the information your data is always confined your data is always secure and dlp can be effective tool when planning or assessing a potential migration to the cloud application as well because now when things are moving from on-prem to the cloud it's important that Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Get Certified Together series. This is episode number 28 I'm recording today and episode number 13 for the CCSP series. It was quite a long week. Remember I told you last time that I'll be visiting Cambridge this weekend and it was tiring. We couldn't make it to Cambridge University. I was really looking forward to see that in front of my eyes. We always hear about Cambridge University and Oxbridge, Oxford and Cambridge but uh, somehow I was not able to cover it maybe someday when maybe some other time but yeah it was quite fun and city itself is beautiful there were a lot of pubs and bars and it was it was a nice place to roam around have a walk close to the riverside and the city itself was giving a vibe of uh, both modern architecture and of course the, the older medieval times of houses and buildings and it was quite fun actually if you consider the historical relevance of the whole place and how so many scholars they they used to roam around those those same streets where we are now driving it it kind of give a give a different kind of feeling because i've been to different countries i've been to different cities and quite a few of them have the similar similar relevant historical pieces still preserved we have of course shifted from older architecture to the new architecture and slowly and gradually we are replacing those old buildings so it was quite quite a good feeling to roam around those places and roam around those buildings beside that nothing much i was of course taking out some time out of my day-to-day -day work to to get some information or to get some topics which i can cover in today's podcast and luckily i have two quite good topics which i wanted to cover today which are part of a ccsp syllabus as well as expected of course i will not be covering something which is different before that i wanted to share something with you which is related to this technical field which we are in and i was actually listening to one podcast last week and and the topic which was discussed there i forgot the name of speaker but the topic which which was essentially being discussed whether is something similar which i was having the kind of dilemma just three months back whether i should be sticking to the managerial or consultant kind of role or i should be going on to something hands or or technical kind of things 
and it is the same kind of dilemma which is been discussed in that episode and what i figured out from that which is which is actually quite a valid point because these days a lot of us a lot of everyone a lot of people they are they are trying to work more and more into the technical field because people are getting paid more they are more fun things to do you can work from home you can be an individual contributor which makes much more sense if you want to have a good work life balance you can you can work from anywhere and just deliver everything the kind of things you are expected you can write your own code and with open source and things which are available freely now it makes it more easier for anyone to be to be technical expert as time moves on they can learn everything knowledge is freely available everywhere and they can be technical expert in themselves i remember when i started my career in late 2000s it was completely opposite so our only goal was to be a manager anyone who who is having a having a title of manager or project manager or i don't know senior manager program manager what kind of deemed like like the person who have authority like the person who is successful in his life because he is now manager he is managing people he have more more power into making the decisions he can he can have a kind of like a final say in everything and the technical people who are working underneath that manager will be just like delivering their day to day work and just hoping that someday they can leave all these messy things and be manager themselves so that was kind of like criteria which everyone was working towards things changed now people are moving more towards technical side they don't want to really take an overhead of uh, managing the things of managing people resources they really want to be kind of like an individual contributor do something and just leave it all up to the rest let let management do the management part and i'm quite happy with the delivering the things and working on myself on my own time i don't want additional overhead of managing the things as well managing the time booking managing the resourcing part which kind of bring us to the conclusion which i feel it's quite relevant from that podcast and which actually brought up a very good point is it really the way forward can we really rely upon only having the technical skills and be successful in the life which i don't think we should we cannot be successful if we only have the technical skills we should be of course having a managerial skills as well and with advancements which are happening in ai and all this chat gpt and uh, and this open source a open ai stuff which is coming these days more and more people are actually relying on those ai based softwares to resolve their problems it really bring us to same point again do we really need that many technical people when you can really resolve the technical problems from from ai or from chat gpt or anything and if you are only a good technical person if you only know technological things maybe soon you won't be relevant in the market after some days because only you know is technical side you never cared about managing the things you never cared about having those managerial skills as well and that's why i i moved from managerial or consultant role to a technical role the way forward should be for my side personally that i i should keep in my one leg or at least my few fingers of my one leg into the managerial side as well because we never know when things gonna things gonna change we will have a completely i don't know automated kind of things in the cloud based deployments and maybe it's uh, technical people are not that required in abundance as they are in now so it's always good to have a separate track or managerial sides as well and if you are in the technical field and you think that only technology is the way forward then i advise you that maybe you should go back and Uh, reinspect whether really that's the case with the with the new advancements happening in the technologies these days maybe soon uh, 
technical people will also be getting replaced so we never know that was really good argument which i heard in that particular topic and i i just wanted to share with you if you feel the same or if it can be really helpful for you guys as well if you are in the similar kind of uh, dilemma anyways uh, let's move to today's topic and uh, before moving to today's topic let's have a quick short break and after break we'll start with dlp data loss prevention and encryption in cloud security all right save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get 16 ounce packs of flavorful angus 90% lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious coca cola pepsi or 7 up all with your card Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back and let's start with today's episode then. First, I wanted to share with you about DLP or data loss prevention. Now, we have already covered some of the topics related to data life cycle and data security in the last few episode i discussed with you the data life cycle phases i discussed with you different type of storage types and threats to those storage types as well and i think by now we know the trend what kind of things we are discussing first we are we are discussing about the technology then we discuss about the security threats and finally we go on to discuss about how we can actually overcome those threats or what kind of solutions we can put in place to to help mitigate those risks and and now something similar we will do for this subtopic as well so we will be discussing about the security strategies which we can put in place for for data security and what kind of things we can try or we can deploy to make sure our data is secure and our data is confidential no one is able to access it without the permissions and first and foremost security strategies which you must have heard from a lot of places and if not then this is something if you are into cloud and cloud security if you are trying to learn about this particular domain then you will gradually you will hear more and more about it which is data loss prevention so name clearly suggest we are preventing the loss of data why it is important because if you are holding if you are holding any kind of customer information uh, which is having i don't know maybe names social security numbers anything those kind of things cannot go out if you have banking data or if you are a industry which deals with all the credit card related information you have to make sure that data is with you always if someone have entrusted their information or their data to your organization you have to make sure that there is no scenario where that data goes outside that data is leaked and we have a lot of compliance we have a lot of uh, regulatories which actually make sure that this particular aspect is always covered maybe we have hipaa compliance for health information we have pci dss for credit card or banking industry and all this data all this information which is stored on the data must be always confined must be always secured and that's where dlp or data loss prevention comes in so data loss prevention provide us with all the strategies which any organization should be putting in place so that no one get hold of the information your data is always confined your data is always secure and dlp can be effective tool when planning or assessing a potential migration to the cloud application as well because now when things are moving from on prem to the cloud it's important that we should be having a assessment what kind of data is been migrated what kind of information is currently stored on prem which when transferred across to the cloud can lead to some implications can lead to some regulatories compliance issues so when we discuss about dlp strategies or dlp as a solution it also covers that migration strategies as well which we should be keeping in mind when we are trying to migrate our on prem data or on prem information onto the cloud now dlp in essence means keeping control of your data and putting all relevant measures 
in place to ensure that data is always secure. And like I said, if you are having some critical information, if you are having some confidential information of your users or of your customer, then it really makes sense that you have to make sure that data loss prevention solution is in place. Otherwise, you will fail the compliance and you will lose the business. You will lose your credibility in the market. So it's really important to understand about DLP and what kind of security strategies or what kind of solution you can put in place to make sure a proper DLP solution is there. Now, DLP works in three different stages. First and foremost is identification and classification. Before thinking that you have to make sure your data is confidential or make sure your data is always confined, always secure, you have to first classify the data, right? You cannot just go in and put, put your all the information which you have on-prem or which you have on the cloud and classify that the, all the information should be under the, this DLP solution or should be confined or should be secured. It doesn't work like that. There is a proper classification in place. Some information might be critical, some information might be top secret confidential and some information might not be that harmful even if they get leaked or I'm not saying it's okay of uh, those information to get leaked or you can just freely flow that information outside but some of the information can be publicly available like for example if the kind of solution which your organization is using or number of employees your organization is having these are publicly available information anyhow anyone can visit your website and get those information so if you are keeping all that information in some documentation inside your SharePoint or in inside your applications which are running on the cloud even if they go out anyhow those information are public and there's no point on putting all the efforts on everything when some of the information is anyhow can be public but again some of the user information or some of the customer information should never go out and those are like kind of confidential thing so it's really important that you classify your information you classify the kind of data which should be coming under the consideration when you are discussing about DLP or you are putting a DLP solution after you have classified the information next someone have to monitor that data or someone have to monitor the whole process of data life cycle remember we have creation of data data in use and data stored data and and of course data erasure in the end there must be some monitoring solution in place Someone have to keep check whether the data is like, for example, encrypted, what kind of information is flowing in and out from your cloud solution, who is accessing what part of data, who is assigned to a role, which is responsible for acting as admin of your data and anyone who is known admin shouldn't be able to access that information. All these things, no one can check that part manually, right? So there must be some automated kind of monitoring solution in place, which will which will monitor on different levels to make sure that data is uh, always monitored and everyone should know what kind of information is going in and out. And that brings us to another topic related to data, which is three stages of data. We already discussed about it multiple times, but yeah, when, when you are discussing about the monitoring strategies in DLP, we have to again consider those three stages, which is data in use, data in transit and data at rest. So your monitoring solution, which you are putting in place, must be monitoring all these three aspects. At least there must be some solution or some strategy should be in place to make sure that all these three aspects or all these three stages are covered. So for example, if we want our data in use to be monitored, we have to create some endpoint detection services. We have to run those endpoint detection agents or softwares on the end user's laptop to make sure that we are monitoring what kind of things they are doing on the data. For data at rest, we have to put some monitoring solution onto the storage devices itself. And for data in transit we have to use some 
tap devices or use some network monitoring solutions to make sure we know what kind of data is going in and out. So monitoring solution again will be covering all these three aspects and we have to make sure that if there is a requirement of putting in place an end-to-end -end complete holistic picture then you need to make sure that all three stages of this data is covered. And when you have identified or classified your information or, or your data, when you have put in place all the solutions to make sure you are monitoring them, you need to enforce policies as well, right? I mean, it doesn't make sense that you have classified some information as critical or business critical and you have put in place network monitoring or uh, storage monitoring software solutions and you're not enforcing any kind of policy. No one will know what kind of things they are doing wrong or if they have done some access which they are not supposed to allow, then there must be some trigger, right? To make sure that everyone receives the notification that something wrong is happening. So that enforcement of the solution is also very critical and is the third and final stage of DLP solution. So you need to enforce the policies, you need to enforce the uh, the rules and regulations which should be in place so that, of course, your monitoring solutions which you are deploying to make sure you are monitoring everything related to data loss prevention, those monitoring solutions should be comparing the kind of things which are happening with a baseline. Particular user or particular group of users cannot access this particular set of data. And that policy need to be enforced. Only then network monitoring solution or data monitoring solution will trigger an alarm when someone is doing something wrong. So enforcement of policy is very important when we discuss about data loss prevention components or data loss prevention stages. And of course, everything become more and more critical when we talk about cloud-based deployment because we discussed it again and again multiple times that in cloud, everything is geographically located. You don't have any control on how things are flowing in and out of the cloud infrastructure, which is run by AWS or Azure, how they are managing it, how they are making sure that those those backbone infrastructure is in place. So in case of implementing solution related to DLP on cloud-based data, it becomes more and more complicated. There might be a scenario where your existing information or the data which is stored on buckets or on, on Azure Azure storage, there might be a requirement that those data should be replicated to another geolocation for DR or for geo-redundancy purposes. How anyone is making sure that the replicated data is also having the enforced policies? How we are making sure that that replicated information is also covered as part of monitoring solution? So when we talk about DLP in case of cloud-based deployments or cloud-based data, it becomes more and more complicated and it's really important to understand all these three stages and what are different type of cloud stages as well what are different ways anyone is using cloud whether uh, whether uh, someone is storing only data on the cloud whether someone is using cloud to process the data information running some application which is processing the data which consider into like kind of a data in transit or data in use so all those different and number of scenarios need to be considered when we are discussing about dlp in case of cloud-based deployment Moving on from DLP, another key security strategy which is used for data security is encryption. Now encryption we have already covered as part of CompTIA as well and we know that there are different type of algorithms, different ways of doing encryption and decryption, how we can implement it and what kind of uh, algorithms or what kind of uh, solutions are now hacked already and what kind of new solutions are coming up. We have covered almost all of these things in the CompTIA 
and CCSP actually don't cover all these aspects. In CCSP or in cloud security, we are not concerned about algorithm or cloud encryption. In cloud security or CCSP, we are not more concerned about the kind of solution which must be used because anyhow, AWS or Azure, if we are using the encryption algorithm which they are providing, anyhow, they are using the most secured algorithms. All the organizations, we as an organization, if we are putting some encryption solution from our own, we will be using the most advanced one and same goes for a third-party application as well. That aspect is sort of now self-understood. We are already considering that we are using the latest algorithm, latest solutions for encryption and decryption. In CCSP or cloud security, we are more concerned about how to implement the solution, where that solution need to be put in place if we want to make sure that our data is encrypted. Again, it brings us to the same three stages of data, data in rest, data in transit, and data in use. And we have to make sure that during all these three stages, data must be encrypted. So for example, if data is in transit, then we will be using SSL TLS bit encryption using HTTPS protocol to make sure that everything is attached to a certificate and everything is encrypted during data in transit. At data at rest, we can encrypt quite easily with any kind of keys, key-based algorithms and just encrypt every information which is stored on a bucket or stored on a block device. For data in use, of course, during the end system processing, there might be a scenario where, where the user have to decrypt the data first before they do the second level of processing or before they try to use that data. But after that particular process or after that particular analysis is done, data need to be re-encrypted before sending it back, I don't know, to another customer or another laptop or another cloud-based application. So encryption in cloud security is more concerned about how we are implementing the encryption solution and how we are covering all these three stages of the data. Now, three main components of encryption are which we need to make sure that we know about are keys, the keys which are used for encryption and decryption, data itself, like kind of data which we already have classified as part of DLP as well. So data, what is your data and what things need to be encrypted. And last is the solution which is encrypting your data, which is generating the keys, which is making sure that all the keys are stored and they are always accessible for all the users if they want. And that brings us to the topic of KMS or key management system. Now remember, if you are generating a key to encrypt a data or decrypt the information, that key is kind of like the most important part now. If you are using keys and that key is publicly available, that key anyone can get hold of, it defies the whole purpose of having an encryption at first place because your uh, keys are accessible to everyone. So your KMS or key management system is there to make sure that those keys are always secure. Only people who have the job role to access those keys must be able to access those keys. It shouldn't be available to anyone. We can of course use KMS system provided by the cloud service provider itself everyone provide their own KMS system. We can use our own KMS system as well. Anyhow, we, we know in Comptia we have done simple public-private key pair generation and that is something like user-owned public-private key pair and we can create our own private keys, make sure that we kept those private keys in a solution which is secure. We can use one pass or last password. A lot of solutions are there which can help us to make sure a kind of vault in which we are putting all the keys. And we can use third-party solution as well. A lot of third-party applications are there in the market which can generate the keys for you and which will make sure that your keys are always secure and they are not accessible by anyone. We have multiple different ways to implement KMS, but KMS or key management system is one of the key component of the encryption. 
in case of cloud in case of cloud based deployment we have another scenario which is what you are encrypting at the first place i know i said encrypt the data but it's not as simple as that because in last episode we discussed about different type of storage type so our data we can store in multiple number of ways if we are using infra as a service we, we might be having block storage or object storage if we are using software as a service or platform as a service we might be running some database to keep our information we might be uploading some files directly onto the end portal so there are different type of ways in which cloud actually stores the data we can store information on the cloud in different type of ways which we have covered already and when we are discussing about encryption of data onto the cloud we have to make sure that we know encryption can be done based on the type of storage as well when we are putting some information directly on a ec2 instance we can encrypt that whole ec2 instance as well or we can encrypt the block storage which is part of that ec2 instance when i am uploading some file onto the s3 storage i can apply the encryption of that whole bucket in which the files are put in place or i can apply the the encryption of the file itself instead of the whole bucket same goes for database the database must be using some applications as well so i can either encrypt the whole application or i can encrypt data which is stored or the information which is stored on the database all this scenario all these different type of storage types have their own mechanism or have their own options of encryption of data and those are like the things which we all must be aware of before we are deciding on a particular encryption strategy for securing our data or for making sure that our infrastructure or cloud is always secure we have to understand that encryption is not as simple as simply generating key pair or uh, put using those key pair to encrypt or decrypt data is much much more advanced when we discuss about cloud security we have to know what type of data is there we have to know where the data is stored what kind of storage type it is using and when it is being in transit from which point to which point it is going we have to make sure that everything is covered when we are discussing about encryption as well as data loss prevention into the cloud All right this brings us to the end of this week's episode in next week episode I'll be covering another topic related to cloud data security which is masking tokenization all these strategies which we can put in place we have heard about them we have read about them in case of compti as well and something similar we have to read again but like it happened for encryption we will be looking at all of these things all of these components from a different perspective we won't be just covering the basic stuff about them but but we'll be having a more advanced discussion how we can perform all these how we can apply all these cloud data security strategies in case of uh, cloud security or in case of cloud based deployment model on the weather front seems like weather is slightly getting warmer we have changed our daylight saving time and now london local time is 1 hour ahead like it was from winter so officially we are in british summer time hopefully summers are here and like we are we were looking forward to first winters of ours in in uk we are also looking forward to our first summers in the united kingdom and hopefully we will roam around to different places we will enjoy the scenic beauty which we have heard a lot about in the summer time let's see how it will go and of course any other thing which is happening these days or any other new learning which i'm save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get 16 ounce packs of flavorful angus 90% lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious coca cola pepsi or 7 up all with your card shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Doing. I'll keep on sharing with you guys. Till then, goodbye and good luck. Thank you for listening to Get Certified Together. If you loved our content, then please like and subscribe from your favorite podcast platform.
so you don't miss the notification for our next episodes and announcements.